This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader Weekends. Every Saturday we bring you a bonus episode of our business podcast, How to Be a CEO. This is a cut-down version, so hit the link in the show notes to hear the full thing or search your podcast provider for How to Be a CEO. Every startup has an origin story. Fischl Marius is pretty dramatic. It began when he was just nine years old and was attacked by four men who held a knife to his neck in a raid on his father's cash and carry store. I was cleaning dad's car outside of the cash and carry and that's when the, the criminals came in. Unfortunately, I was locked out of the cash and carry and then my parents realised that Vish is not in there and he's outside. That traumatic moment sparked an interesting crime that took him into data analytics and eventually the founding of Quintexa a tech firm that's been used by major banks and international police to find the bad guys, rooting out fraud, money laundering and more. He's built a company recently valued at $1.8 billion in just seven years. The day I knew this is going to work was the day I went into production with HSBC Bank. I was up against some of the largest tech companies on the planet. We were probably, as a whole company, were probably about 40 to 50 people. But the bit I... I said, this is now going to work, is when we found out who we were up against who couldn't do it. I'm David Marsden from The Evening Standard. This is a really wide-ranging conversation about technology, the advance of AI, the protection and use of data. And there's a few lessons on how to build a unicorn, if that's what you're interested in. But when we meet at Quantex's HQ in London, just after they just signed a more than $100 million funding round, I want to know how it all began. I think I've always been quite interested when it comes down to looking at patterns of behavior even from you know a young boy working in my dad's cash and carry I used to look at patterns of behavior a lot if that's customers coming in and what they would purchase to you know when actually crime happened against us at the cash and carry so when I was um, about nine years old I was uh, held up by four guys um, with a knife to my neck so I think looking at Patterns of behaviour and understanding how people operate was quite an interesting thing. And growing up, going to school and then working after school at a very young age, uh, I think um, seeing things and th- seeing things that were happening was something that I saw a lot. So um, That took yeah. a turn I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that kind of experience must have been deeply traumatic for a nine-year-old. Is that kind of where, you know, I'm going to dedicate 
if, if, if that's not overstating thing, I'm yeah. going to dedicate my life to, to, to working in crime. We, working against crime, I should yeah, probably yeah, well, yeah, say. You're working with the crime. Yeah, absolutely, David. Yeah, no. Um, so, no, look, I think, look, I think any type of event like that could be uh, traumatic, especially at a young age. But um, for me, I think it made me even stronger to, you know, be successful in my career. But more importantly, to dedicate what I do in my career to a purpose. And my purpose is to create a much better world than I started. I came into and if that if I can help um, by creating smart technology and work with great clients in you know better understanding customer behavior to identify aspects of financial crime then that's fantastic. Is that why you set up this company because you were originally working with I think it was EY? Correct yeah I started Quantexa because I saw an absolute need I saw a problem with organizations trying to make better decisions in identifying, is this customer a good customer or a high-risk customer? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're absolutely right, Dave. So before starting Quantexa, I was at EY. I was an executive director at EY. I uh, was based here in the UK. And I, and I had a fantastic time um, at EY. I really enjoyed uh, the work, the exposure, the people. And it was whilst I was at EY where I was seconded to some major financial institutions, some very large uh, financial institutions who were under regulatory scrutiny, uh, trying to understand financial crime. And what I saw firsthand was that people were trying to identify good customer versus bad customer by manually stitching data together. So if you imagine a bank, they will have customer data about you. They will have product data about you. They have transactions and payments. And so if you look at some of the larger banks, they will have 60, 70 million customers worldwide. They will have transactions. You know, they could be moving, you know, $3 trillion a day. Right. So it's, you're looking at high volume of data. Now, in all of that data, there's going to be high risk. How do you identify high risk when you're moving $3 trillion a day? It's hard. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, I actually don't know. (laughs) It's hard. So what you need to do, you need to create a capability where you can scale. Because scale is a key one because you're looking at large scale of data. But being able to find those needles in the haystack. And so my approach was if I can stitch that data up front, internal and external to the organization, and then apply the best of machine learning and AI on top of that stitch view of data, you will be more effective. So with a, a brave hand on my heart and with a very, very deep conversation with my wife, we didn't have kids then, um, so it was just the two of us. I resigned from the firm, uh, worked my six months notice and started contact with that mission to stitch data, to unify data, then apply machine learning to empower people to make better trusted decisions. Obviously, you're working a lot in technology, a lot in software, a lot in AI. Was there a point, was there a moment when you thought this works? Okay, we can do this. I think there was many moments where it was like, oh gosh, will this work? (laughs) But we'll park that. Um, The day I knew this is gonna work was the day I went into production with HSBC Bank. So um, we were in a big bid process with HSBC. They were evaluating a number of technology vendors. Quantexo was one of them. Mind you, at that time, we were probably, as a whole company, were probably about 40 to 50 people. And I had bankrolled that company uh, pretty much myself. Now, 
when HSBC was running this um, RFP, um, request for proposal process, they had to do a proof of concept. So that proof of concept was, we're going to take a number of vendors, deploy their technology on their data, run it through the technology through that data to, to basically test will this work in their environment. Now, as you can imagine, HSBC works in 50 plus markets. They are, you know, one of the largest financial institutions on the planet. So if you can make it work for HSBC, you could probably make it work for any type of institution. So the day when HSBC tested the platform on all of their data, so this would have been about 50 billion records of data, 50 with a B billion records and we were able to unify the data, build the graph, apply machine learning on top of that data and HSBC turned around and said, it all works on our customer data. At that point, I knew we we were onto something quite amazing. But the bit I I said, this is now going to work, is when we found out who we were up against who couldn't do it. Oh, that must have been a good feeling. That is definitely a good feeling. So I was up against some of the largest tech companies on the planet, right? If it's in America, if it's in Europe, I obviously won't mention the names, but some of the biggest tech companies. And then at the end of the process, when they said, oh, we looked at 20 companies, we then rattled it down to 10 and we took three to the proof of concept stage. And Quantexa, you have won and demonstrated both the functional and non-functional requirements. And you've got that usability so our user can actually use the platform and operationalize it. That was the yes moment. And this is the moment to take a quick ad break. If this is your first listen to how to be a CEO, feel free to go back through the catalogue. We've spoken to some incredible names over the last few months, from industry-leading titans to smaller SME founders and all those things in between. And there's more to come. So hit your follow button so you never miss an episode. Why not do it right now? Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. But just getting yourself into them, I mean, how does a company that's just been started, has no track record, get into the office of HSBC in the first place? How do you do that? So I've been looking at data analytics, machine learning, before it became cool, right? So I've been looking at data analytics since about 2004, 2005. My degree was in computer science. I got a first class degree in CompSci. My master's was in information security. And so working with data and going into tech was something I've been doing for a very long time. When I graduated, I joined a company called Dedica, which got acquired by BAE Systems, Britshira Systems. And through that journey at Dedica, I was involved in a team that created uh, a product called NetReveal. So I had a lot of exposure through NetReveal, as well as SaaS when I left Dedica to join SaaS, as well as EY with some of the largest firms in the world, including the likes of HSBC. So across that 10, 15 year journey, I had built a pretty outstanding relationship with a set of stakeholders in multiple organizations. And there was a mutual trust. 
you know, because I had worked with them in some of their hardest days and they had been incredibly generous to me over my career with their wisdom to support my growth as an individual. But it's not just me. You know, I I, I always come back to my founding team. I have, you know, one of the best privileges I have at Quantexa is that I work with some of the smartest, but also some of the most loyal people on the planet. You know, the team that I assembled together is a team that I had been working for over a decade in different careers. And some of those people worked for me. Some of those people, I had worked for them. Um, And so, you know, when I became the CEO and founder of Quantexa, a lot of the people that actually started joining Quantexa was my old boss, my old boss's boss, my old boss's boss's boss. And um, so I, you know, there was that great loyalty between me and the and the team, they obviously had their network and trust within the market. So opening a door like an HSBC and, and you know many others, there was a trust there that these guys know what they're doing. Yeah. These guys have done it, they've seen it, they have done it and they are building something which is the next generation. So I think that was huge. And, and I always come back to one thing, people buy from people, yeah. always. Yeah. People work with people. And never lose the element of the person. And I think that people trust we as a founding team. And then the next level, you know, we were up to 50 people in the first year, right, of context, or just uh, just under 50 people in the first year. They had trust with people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that absolutely helped. But nothing takes away from building great tech, right? So I could have the best people and we might have the best trust. But if the tech sucks, no one's buying it. Yeah. So... Because we had built great tech and we continually test ourselves around building great tech, um, obviously helps a lot. That was Vishal Maria, founder and CEO of Quantexa. For more interviews, news and analysis, go to standard.co.uk forward slash business or pick up the Evening Standard newspaper. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.